Hey guys, it's Keon, and right now I'm going to give you my recap on UFC on ESPN 10, which was headlined by Cynthia Calvillo and Jessica I. So Cynthia Calvillo won this fight by unanimous decision, and she looked really impressive. Uh, it was her flyweight debut, and it was against Jessica I, who came in overweight. And Jessica I looked pretty good early on in this fight. She was picking apart Cynthia on the feet. And she just, she looked like she was the bigger and stronger fighter. And uh, Cynthia just, she didn't have power at all when it came to attacking on the feet. But then when she did get the fight down in the second round, that's when the momentum of the fight changed. And that continued in rounds three and four. And you could maybe give it, give her round five, but I would give it, to Jessica because she just looked better on the feet for most of that round but between rounds two and four it was definitely Cynthia's fight and it was enough for her to win the unanimous decision which was very impressive and I can't wait to see her in other fights with top contenders this is something that the females flyweight division desperately needed another top contender and it's good that it's in Cynthia Calvillo it's someone that people already know uh, from the flyweight division and now not flyweight division from the strawweight division and now she's in the flyweight division and it's it's good to see this division picking up you know after so long but it we're still at a point where i just don't see anyone being beating valentina shevchenko that's just my opinion <laughs> i think it's the valentina and then a big gap between her and the other fighters even like the top contenders like i just there's no top contender right now in the flyweight division who i can com confidently say has a chance against valentina shevchenko and until they solve that they're gonna go through another they're gonna go through the flyweight problem that they had with the men's division you know the it wasn't that demetrius was better than all the guys for the most part he was but after he beat the big guy the big names in the flyweight division it was just it was a big difference between him and his competitors at that point so that's what i see with valentin valentina shevchenko right now in the flyweight division and i just don't see anyone really giving her any threats to her belt anytime soon uh, Cynthia Calvillo, I don't think would be that fighter to to do that, but she looked good in this fight, and I applaud her, and I can't wait to see her in other fights in the future in the flyweight division. Moving on to the co-main event of the evening, we have Marvin Vittori versus Carl Robertson, and Marvin Vittori he actually won this fight in the first round by submission. We are naked choke. And it was competitive early. Both guys, they were connecting on the feet, throwing punches before Marvin secured the takedown. And from there, it was just his fight. He started throwing heavy ground and pound. And that, that looked close to finishing the fight. But Robertson was doing just enough to stay in it and defend himself. So Marvin was smart because he looked like he was gassing out. It looked like he was going to not be able to make it to the next round. So 
he opted to go for the submission and he secured it, which was another impressive win for Marvin. And of course, I'm really high on Marvin Vittori because this is the guy who went to a split decision with Israel Adesanya. Was it a couple of years back or a year back? I don't know. But I'm very high on Marvin Vittori. This was another impressive performance by him. I wonder who's going to be next for him. So he is middleweight right now. They should give him someone in the top 10. Ah, man, let's say if Chris Weidman loses his next fight, they should give him Chris Weidman. But if they want to give him someone now, hmm, that's hard. That's really difficult to say. Imagine if they just threw him to Yoel Romero or someone high like that. I could see that happening. I could see like, uh, hmm, that's really hard. Who do you think? Who, what do you guys think is a good fight for Marvin Vittori right now? Because I think he's uh, he could be a top contender in the middleweight division. So let me know in the comments and I would like to see. Going on to the rest of the cards on the main card. There were decision fights between Charles Rosa and Kelvin Aguilar. It was a split decision. It was mostly on the feet. I'll be honest, I wasn't too interested on it. But Charles Rosa did just enough to get the split decision. That was great. Fantastic. Andre Feely, he defeated Charles Jourdain by split decision. And I thought that was an impressive win for Andre Feely considering Charles Jourdain. He came off that win against Duho Choi and... Andre Feely, man, like, this is a guy who's been very inconsistent early on in his career, and now he's kind of uh, picking up momentum. And Charles Jourdain, he looked really, really dangerous with his kicks. Like, this is a dangerous striker, this man. But Andre Feely, man, uh, he he's tough. He stayed in there. He secured a takedown every round. So it went to him. And even it, it was funny because it went to... Uh, it became a split decision, and Charles Jourdain, he was like, nah, no way I won this fight when he got a scorecard in his favor, which I have to give him credit to. Uh, Jordan Espinoza, he defeated Mark De La Rosa. That was another decision win, very clear. Uh, One-sided win by Jordan Espinoza, dominant uh, throughout on the feet and on the ground. And then we have uh, Maria... Agapova versus Hannah Cyphers and Maria defeated Hannah Cyphers by submission rear naked choke in the first round. Honestly, Maria Agapova, I'm so excited for this woman. She's 23 years old right now. She's in the women's flyweight division. I think she could become a top contender very soon and possibly even a champion. This, this is a woman, if I was to put my bets on someone to come up in the women's flyweight division it's gonna be maria agapova put remember that name i think she's gonna be around for a while this is coming from a guy who way before Li zhang was even known i was i was high on her i was like yo th this woman's gonna become a champion i know that's not recorded and there's no proof of it but i swear i said it anyways Maria Agapova, she's the real deal, man. She trains at American Top Team. 
her style is very similar to Joanna Janjacek's. And it's funny because this win against Hannah Cyphers for Maria Agapova was very reminiscent of Joanna's early wins in the UFC of just dominance, of just going out there for the kill. Like, this was vintage Joanna Janjacek performance from a young and up-and-coming fighter, which is so exciting for me, you know, because I'm a huge Joanna Janjacek fan. Now I think I'm going to be a huge Maria Agapova fan. Agapova? Yeah, I think it's Agapova. After that, we go to the prelims, and the prelims are sick, honestly. All the fights on the prelims, I enjoyed. I will admit I missed the Tyson Nam knockout against uh, Zaruk Adeshev. I did miss that because I was out of the room and it was a quick knockout, but I did see everything else. Um, that Christian Aguilar knockout against Anthony Ivy was good. Anthony Ivy was like on a five fight win streak, something like that. Knocks him out 59 seconds. Julia Avila, Av- Avila. she looks impressive. She uh, defeated Gina Mazani, Mazani. She defeated Gina Mazani by punches in the first round, 22 seconds into the fight. Julia, Av- and that's impressive in itself, honestly, because when women finish fights quick like that, it's you gotta you gotta check that out. You know, Julia Avila, she is a potential contender in the women's bantamweight division. So I'm excited to see her rise up. And then Marab, Marab, da- oh man, I can never say his last name, but Marab, I'm gonna try. Devalishivli. (laughs) Marab Devashivli. Oh, man. I need to find out. Marab, though. Marab uh, defeated Gustavo Lopez. (laughs) I can't even say Gustavo Lopez. Marab defeated Gustavo Lopez by unanimous decision, and it was a a very one-sided fight. Uh, Marab looked very impressive. Uh, with his wrestling. There were times where Gustavo was uh, tough on the feet. He was connecting with his punches. But Marab's wrestling, he's very impressive on the ground. And uh, he is going to be a threat, I feel. in is, is, This is a bantamweight, right? I, yeah, I'm excited for him. Did, did he miss weight, actually? Or was it Gustavo who missed weight? Let's see. Uh... Oh, no, because Ray Borg pulled out of their fight, so it became a catchweight. Okay. Uh, But he is a uh, bantamweight fighter, which is exciting. Man, bantamweight division for uh, males. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. That's one of the best divisions right now, in my opinion. There's so many good uh, fighters up and coming. Marab is one of them, and he's not even a top 10 guy yet. That just tells you how deep this division is. Um... But yeah, that was basically the card. Uh, let me give you a score out of 10. I would give it maybe a... The prelims were pretty good. I really like uh, Maria Agapova, man. I think that was the highlight for me, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think I would give this card mm, a 6 out of 10. It was good, but it wasn't, you know, amazing. Uh, 7 out of 10 would be nice, but I- I'm more comfortable with a 6 out of 10. Uh, let me know what you guys are going to be giving 
what you <laughs> what you guys think about this card and what your score for it would be. And uh, I want to do these recaps for all of these cards and do them as soon as possible because I like podcasts on Sundays and no one seems to be doing them. So I'm going to begin to do them all the time. Anyways, thank you for listening if you have. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.